Hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Hello? Hello? Huh? Is anybody there? Jesus? Is that you? No, it's not you! It's the Hot Dirt Show! Oh! You're listening to 93.3 The Egg, North Bank's only FM radio station. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Hot Dirt! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Hot Dirt Show! Oh my goodness! It is not Monday, it is Thursday night. 9.06 9.06 p.m. here in Buffalo, New York, Eastern Standard Time, as well as North Bank, New York. What's going on, everybody in North Bank and everybody listening on 93.3 The Egg, North Bank's only FM radio station. What is my name? Zach Pape is my name, and I'm here tonight with not only two people in the studio, three people, no, not three people, four people, no, not four people. No people, unless you count myself, and that is one people. All right? What do I mean by that? I mean, it's just me here. It's just me tonight doing the show by myself. Done a few of these in the past. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. I mean, I, th- I think that's really the general consensus of the show. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. And I hope to one day be at most times it's pretty good less often than not it's pretty bad because you can never be always good with this or if we're always good then that was the point of that we got we have to improve at some point it's just really a metaphor for life you know but yeah no so we're i'm gonna do make this probably pretty short take some calls uh, in a little bit here. Uh, originally, we were going to do this show on Monday. Well, we we're going to do the show on Monday. We scheduled it to tonight. Didn't feel like doing it Monday. You know what? Sometimes I just don't feel like doing the damn thing. You know, and I don't want to. I don't want to do the show if I'm not in the. What is the word? Uh, the headspace, I suppose, to do it. If I don't have the motivation to do it, I'd rather just not. I'm not obligated to do this. You don't want to hear me do it. You're stuck hearing me do it. But so if I if I feel like you know I don't know, not up to the challenge, then I don't take the challenge with this thing because then it just ends up being bad. Those are the bad ones. 
those are the bad shows. And we we're I was originally going to talk about um, I recently had a a first time experience with um, what is the scientific name for this? I don't recall. The the street name is weed, I think. Grass, kind. I refer to it as kind. And had my inaugural experience with that recently. Oh, you never smoked weed before, bro? Nah. Never. Is there a reason for that? Kind of. Not that big of one. And maybe a little bit later in the show I'll get into it. Um, but I was I was going to tell that story, which was, is an interesting story, because it was not just a normal little night. It was an awful night. It turned. It was supposed to be good, and then it turned out to be awful. Nobody's fault. Um, and I was going to talk about that. And apparently through... Well, not apparently. Definitely. Definitively. At some point during my first um, time, you know, doing doing the the grass... I wrote about, let's count it actually. Got it right in front of me here. There's two, three, okay. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Oh, that's more than five. Thirteen pages of some scribblings. Now, they're not complete pages, so I didn't write a thirteen page essay. No, I scribbled on some pages with some words, and I was going to read through part of it. Maybe it will later. I definitely will soon, be it next Monday or following Monday, whenever the hell we do this next. Because um, I remember when I remember when I was high. And I feel dumb saying that to begin with, telling a high story, but I I I only do it because it's that was the first time. But anyways, I remember when I was high, I was sitting next to my sister, whom I had to literally get to come over to the studio, which is where we did it. Um, where I smoked because I felt like I needed somebody that was sober there. So it was just myself and Gritzmacher, Andrew Gritzmacher was in town and um, I had to get her over here because I felt like I just, I, like I said, I felt like I needed somebody sober here. Gritz was not and I was in such a different space at that point. Literally and well, figuratively and perhaps literally, I don't know, um, that I just needed to be brought down to earth. And I, at some point, I was like, you know, I'm gonna go into the, the other room, the room which I am right now, and start writing. You know, some people are creative geniuses apparently when they're they're uh, high. And I was like, maybe that's me. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm gonna write the great American novel about time. The the follow up to Green Eggs and Ham. Uh, you know. And I went in there to write, and I didn't write that, that's for sure. I did not write Green Eggs and Ham 2. I wrote some scribblings that I honestly kind of ended up being a bit depressing. And I don't say that to bring anything down here, but um, mostly some depressing stuff, I'll say that much. And I'll get into that another time. But that also makes me think, like, you know, I've heard people in the past, um, not personally, I guess, but people in the past be like, you know, weed is like, you know, you really find yourself while you're on it. 
you know, you just, you kind of see inside who you really are, you know? And if that, if that, I don't know if that's true or not, kind of hoping it's not. Because if, if, if that is the case, then oh boy, I guess I'm just, I have, I don't know. I don't think I have anxiety at all in general life. But if, if how I felt, you know, while being high is an accurate representation of how I really am anxious, then that's no good. It's no good. Let's, uh, and so what the plan was, because just to get back to why we're doing this tonight, and furthermore, why I'm here by myself, um, I was, I moved the show to Thursday, not only because I didn't want to do it Monday, but Hurricane Tane was going to be coming into town, and Tane was going to be in studio for a personal interview of sorts. Now, if you haven't, if you don't, that name isn't familiar to you, Hurricane Tane, I suggest go back and listen to some older episodes starting around, um, would have been the summer of last year. I think the episode, the a name of the episode that he first called into is called Hurricane Tane. Go back and listen to that. He is a character, to say the least, um, and a big part of the show. We haven't heard from him in ages, which is why I wanted to get him on the show. Um, But his flight into Buffalo was, I don't know, either canceled or delayed or what it was. He didn't really, he didn't get back to me specifically. I think he's still coming to town. I just don't know when. I don't know when. And, but when he does, we'll get him on the show. He was on the Christmas show. And... Yeah, he's a funny guy. So we were gonna, we were gonna have an interview with him, but he, that fell through. So I decided to be like, yeah, whatevs, whatevs, brah. But uh, also the other night, the my boss at the um, the uh, the place of employment that I am, you know, employed by. Throughout the whole time of me knowing him, which has been close to like 10 years, he's always had these kind of wild stories. Seems like when you're older, you tell younger people all these crazy stories that have happened through your life, which isn't, you know, I'm not, you know, discovering something here. People are just not realizing, oh my God, the older people have the craziest stories. No, they always do. But ever since kind of starting to hear more and more of them, as I'm around people that are a bit older than I am, I'm always wondering, like, when am I going to have a crazy story? Like, when the hell am I going to get a crazy story like that? These people have all these stories when they're in their 20s or what have you. About, you know, something being crazy or um, just whatever. And I just would, you know, like, you know, I'm in, I'm that age. When do I get that? And the other night, I got it. Oh boy, I got one. Thank God. And I've been waiting for this for a long time. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, I've been waiting for it. And I'm going to wait until we get the person that was also part of this story in the studio to tell it to. Because they'll be able to tell that story better than I will. I will not be able to do it justice. But let me tell you, I've got a story to tell sometime soon. I pray to God it's not one of those had-to-be-there things. I really don't think it is. But, nonetheless, coming soon. 
But for now, for now, we're going to head to the phones. And the phone number for tonight, and it is, it's always this number, but specifically for tonight, it's 716-218-3458. Hot Dirt Show, you are on the air with me. Hey, how's it going, Zach? Hello. Who we uh Hello. who we got who we got on the line tonight? First caller, first caller, who we got? Uh my name is Logan Fisher and I'm from the Great White North. You're you know, neighbors up north, and I just wanted to say I'm a longtime listener and I always just thought I really thought this show was quite splendid. Oh, I just wow. figured I'd just come and give you give you a call. Hopefully hear maybe some of the other boys on, but it seems like it's just you tonight, huh? Just me tonight. Just me tonight bringing the riding this thing by myself. But that's okay. It's it's me. It's not just me anymore. It's me and you, Logan. All right. Well, I just, you know, I never really had the stones and got the courage to call right in, so I figured, "Hey, why the heck not?" Why you the know, heck freaking Thanks freaking Crosby that I had the opportunity to pull over here on the QEW and give you a ring. Yeah. How's 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 the Queens looking tonight? Busy? Uh, it was pretty bad around rush hour. I'd say about, you know, Five thirty or so, but right, right around eight o'clock, she she choked right out. Wow. She started getting opened up, and I could take I could take a rip down her real good. Well, you got, can we be, can you just be honest with me for a second now? The the QEW sure. the QEW is known for its people on it that are driving of a fast pace. I would say. Are are you going over speed limit? Currently, no. I told you I pulled over. No, I'm I, just saying generally I, though. Oh, yeah, sometimes. It's just the way that Canadians do things. We're mostly pretty chill, you know. Everyone makes the jokes that we just are so sorry all the time and things like that. But, you know, I'll tell you what, you take a rip down the QEW, it really frees the mind. You go home, you know, you take a nice trip from Hamilton all the way up to London. Wow. And you you forget, you really forget about all the uh, hardships you you have all the time. So, you, you, you ever spend any time in Toronto, Young and Dundas? Oh, buds! <laughs> I spent a lot of days in Toronto. That's for sure. Wow, who's who's some of your favorite artists? Favorite artists, musical artists like Damn Yankees. Oh, I gotta <laughs> gonna be straight up with you, Zach. I'm I'm a Canadian native. I will always love Rush. They're one of the best bands in the universe. That's I agree. All right, twenty one twelve. I always yeah. Oh. <laughs> Without a doubt, I'll tell you, that was some of my best times. I used to sit on my pop's lap. We used to live, we used to live in Saskatchewan, way north, and I used to sit. I used to sit on my pop's lap watching, watching old clips of Timmy Orton, and uh, we we used to listen to Twenty One Twelve all the time. You go out back. My dad had a real bad problem huffing gas a lot. He used to huff a lot of two-stroke. You know, we had a couple two-smoke snowmobiles that we used to rip up and down. So he used to always use a huffer. And you know, I lost my father. He uh, overdosed, went to his brain after doing a doing a big huff on some two-smoke, some two-smoke premix fuel. That'll happen. It's unfortunate, but you know, it's just the Canadian way. About four uh, four hundred to five hundred thousand Canadians a year die from huffing gasoline of some sorts i've heard that before i didn't think it was that yeah. i didn't think it was that high but um it's pretty high people don't like to admit it. it's just you know you know you guys i know down in buffalo area and that western new york section you guys got a real bad opiate and heroin epidemic up that's here it's, you know it's shell Stra- it's either shell or texaco straight unleaded huh yeah oh you bet buddy 
So, do you do? No, I really. I'm trying to really dissect this. Yeah, I do, we don't have many Canadian callers, so this is kind of new for us. Um, well, I hey, this is pretty fun. I just wanted to say, I just like I said, always been a listener. Never heard another Canuck on. That's for sure. But I figured I'd be the first, maybe. Yeah, no, you are the first. Now, are you a, a cigarette smoker at all? Viceroy? Does that sound actually, familiar to you? Yeah, that's pretty funny. I just actually lit one up right here. Mm. So where, where are you headed tonight anyways? I'm going to go visit my lady that I uh, I uh, have a long-distance relationship. She lives uh, a little outside of Mississauga. I live right on the tip of Ontario, so I just, you know, take about an hour jaunt up there and go and see her. It's really kind of you. Is that relationship hard at all for you, or is it just a perfect thing? No, sometimes, you know, we get into arguments. You know, she says one thing, and I say, I say one hand over the other and tell her something different, different like, and, you know, I'll say sorry. And then she's all like, "Yo, I'm well, no, really, I'm sorry." And I and I said, "Listen, Jade, it's really not on you to be sorry. It's gonna be me if anyone's sorry here, okay? You know." And then she's like, "But you're, you know, you're my person and all that." And she and she loves me, but she so she tells me she's sorry, and I'm like, you know, heck it, what the heck? At the end of the day, who's sorry anymore? You know? So you just get to the point where you guys realize you're you're sorried out, and there's nobody, there's no room left to be sorry. You know, right. At that point, I might as, you know, just take it. Take it as a loss. Mm. You know, you picked your battles. Yeah. It's really honorable of you, actually. Yeah, so I wanted to talk. If you had any more questions or anything you wanted to talk to me about, buddy, I mean, we can. But I was going to talk to you about two of my best buds, Thomas and Samuel. Okay. So listen, please, yeah, please go ahead. Samuel's got a neat little truck. He's got an old '97 Silverado 1500. Okay, it's a two-wheel drive. Very rare in Canada to to find a two-wheel drive. It's got no rear defrost on the back glass, so it gets real steamy in there when it's, when it's me when it's me Samuel and Thomas riding up front in the bench. So we used to head up with our. Uh, we used to get our neck warmers on and because the heat's broken in it, and we we take a trip and a rip up to uh, Toronto once in a while to go see the Maple Leafs. And I'll tell you what, that truck has gotten gone through a lot of snow and stuff like that. But just the other day, just the other day, Samuel was driving, and he got T-bones. Luckily, Samuel's all right, oh, but wow. the truck, she's yeah, she's a goner for no, sure. No, no. Yeah, so, Total, you know, huh? a lot of memories. I'll remember a lot of that. I uh, shotgun a couple Molsons in the back of that for a long time. <laughs> Just a couple? Huh. I lost count. Yeah. Well, RIP, did that? Did the, did the truck have a name or anything like that? You know, I I I had, I had a. It's funny. I had a Canadian friend. You know the you know the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, they, I had a Canadian friend who had something that looked very similar to that, but he called it the Getty Lee. Oh, I think I've seen that writing about. Where did where did he live about? I think uh, I, I think I've seen the Getty Lee. Yeah, that was in. He's from Grimsby, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I was it an old Valero? It was a black old Valero, and it had a red, of the red six pointed star on top of the roof, didn't it? Yes, you got it. 
That yeah. was hard that to miss. Lee. Yeah, hard I've seen him. Miss. I've seen him have a skipping about across the pond a couple times. <laughs> yeah, he I've would... seen him on the bridge once. Wow, on the bridge. Yeah. What about under the bridge? Red Hot Chili Peppers fan up there? Or no. Hey, you talk, you're talking about me. Uh, my buddy Thomas likes him a lot. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> not you're not big into Flea at all, or Anthony Kiedis and no, the boys. I, he's all right, but you know. Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson just blow him out of the damn water. Yeah, don't forget Neil Peart. Excuse my, excuse my French Canadian, but you know, that's <laughs> just that's just it. Yeah, that's a trio. That's a trio for the ages. I saw Rush play once here in Buffalo. Actually, it was they had a cool concept of a show where they 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 started out with big stage production. You know, those big giant amps that probably have nothing actually on the inside of them. It's just a shell, and. During throughout the show, they'd have stagehands come on, and progressively take more and more stuff off the stage. And by the end of this, you know, the show, they're probably playing X Y Z or something like that as their last song. I can only imagine. Um, oh yeah, that's a ripper for sure. They basically had no more amps on the stage, so it looked like they were playing a show in their high school gymnasium. They're great. They're grade eleven, you know, like a grade eleven battle of the bands. Right on. So what? Where did you meet us, Samuel? Sam, is it Samuel and Thomas? I don't want to get their names wrong. It's it's Samuel and Thomas. They're my best buds. Wow. You guys known each other all your life? I've known Samuel since I was in the first of grade, and then I've only known Thomas since about uh, middle school. But we're about we're all thirty now, so you know we've known each other for a long while. Hmm. Now, what what do you do for work? Oh me, I uh, I tap maple trees. Wow. Yeah, really? they call me the old. They call me the top tapper. Wow, really living the Canadian lifestyle, huh? Listen, I soak it up. There's a couple. <laughs> I could tell you some more Canadian stories, but I don't. You know, I'll tell you what. Moose tracks is an offensive name for ice cream. That's all I'm gonna say. Wow. Now what make? Uh, well. You say that's all you're gonna say, but you can't just say that and not say more. So what makes it offensive? Uh, well, I mean, have you ever been chased by a moose, buddy? It's really terrifying, honestly. No, I've never even seen a moose. Okay, well they're they're big Canadian deer, if I'm frank with you. But I'm not. I'm Logan with you right now. <laughs> well, thanks for being nothing but yourself, Logan. I appreciate that, buddy. So anyway, the moose, they're a big problem up north in Canada. I knew a girl, she's half Inuit, used to live up in Nunavut, and I used to go up there and visit her a lot. We'd have a lot of fun in her, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And we go up there, and I'll tell you, she had a couple of she had a couple of trees in her backyard that got stormed over one night because the mama moose got real, real upset when a bear came in. We had a black bear walk right in thinking he owned the place. Mama Moose said, no, this is my house. I paid the mortgage here, you know. <laughs> so she got she got real ticked off and held them. She put her she put her uh, nose down and she and she plowed right into some trees and scared the bear off. But the next morning, the tree house was down, you know. Yeah. Wow. It's what happens. It's just a Canadian thing. So anyway, you get chased by a moose, you start learning to respect the animals. They're big. They're scary. Yeah. Do you have any animals of your own? 
I have one. Just one. <laughs> I got a ring. I got I got one. I got a ring. I got a ring-tailed lemur, buddy. Whoa! Where the hell do you even get one of those? Yeah. I found them all back. Wow. I was at Mike's tire barn, and I found it right out back. <laughs> was it Mike's used tire barn? It was. You know Mike's used tire barn. You know uh, Mike McGarney, huh? Yes. Yes, I know. Wow. It was a friend friend of a friend. He hooked me up with some some. Uh, 220 70s back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah, you want to know what, Zach? I got to be honest with you. That Mike, he gets around, so it doesn't surprise me, you know, fella. Mm-hmm. He used to, for for a while, him and a, him and a buddy of mine, he used to have this kind of used tire, you know, international shipping ring where one of my buds would go over the border, grab some used tires, sneak him across the border. He wouldn't drive, though. You know, you know down in uh, Niagara Falls, the... The uh, the Clifton Hill area. You, you're talking about you're talking about the Freedom side or the Maple Syrup side? Oh, the Syrup side. Okay. So we they would go on the Syrup side, and how how they would kind of evade this? They would get a bunch of their their buddies. In America, we call them homies, but I guess you guys call them buddies. Um, They're just a couple of buds going for a rip. I got to be honest with you. Exactly. So what they would do is instead of trying to really sneak them across, they would. Put them at the bottom of the the gorge, basically where the falls end, and they'd float across to the American side as if they were inner tubes. They'd walk them back up the Niagara Gorge on the American side, and there'd be a, there'd be a car waiting there with no tires on it. They put them on, boom, there you go, hundred bucks in the right pocket. Right across the border, huh? Cash on demand. There you go. That's very sneaky. I got that's a business model I've never heard of, but you know. Just knowing, knowing a couple people up here, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. There's a lot of wild stuff that goes up here in the Great White North. Yeah. I bet. You know, but, Zach, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. i got to get going. Um, i got to hit the road. I'm trying to go visit my lady, and I was trying to hit there before sundown, but I just had to pull over and no, give you a call. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want you guys to get into another uh, sorry fight. Oh, don't you even worry about it. Honestly, if... I'm sorry that I, you know, didn't mean to take up your time too much. No, don't be sorry. To be completely honest with you. If anybody's sorry no. here, it's me. Listen, Zach, I, I'm sorry, buddy. It's it's really mm, nothing. I no. don't mean. It. I don't mean. Logan, 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 Logan. I'm I'm the sorry. I'm the apologetic one here. You have nothing to be sorry you know for. Zach, I'd love to have you up here, buddy, and crack open a couple of Molson's. Or if you ain't drinking, we can have a couple of duels too and get real wild. Yeah, I'll, I I don't drink Molson. I drink Labatt specifically. No offense, but it's just what's no. That's it? fine. It's another great Canadian. It's a great Canadian lager, so <laughs> I don't blame you. As, yeah, as long as we're drinking some Canadian lager, I don't care what we're doing. Sounds excellent, buddy. All right, bud. Well, I'll, get, I'll let you get back on the road, and uh, you keep listening, and hopefully we'll hear from you again. Sounds good, Zach. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, Logan. Bye-bye. Logan in Canada. Our first Canadian caller. How about that? Maybe not the first, actually. No, probably the first. You know, I, in my head, I want to say there's there's been other Canadian people calling, but I really don't think there has been.
<laughs> oh, we are getting... Hold on, hang tight here. Hurricane Tane is apparently going to give us a call in a little bit. Which is exciting stuff. But for now, what we'll do is go to some music by The Temptations. You've heard this one, ain't too proud to beg. Hot Dirt Show back in just a few seconds. Okay? All right. Okay? All right. your sympathy, I don't mind, cause you mean that much to me. to the phones hot dirt show hot dirt sugar on the air yeah yeah oh i feel like i know that voice oh zach clay daddy how you doing bud boy am i happy to hear from you i'm happy to hear from you last time i tried to contact you i got i got switched over to some judge he was telling me he was going to lock you up. Oh, and, uh, yes. The court case. The great court yeah, case. Yeah, So, anyway, I'm glad to hear from you, you know. Yeah, likewise, buddy. How are you, how you been? Enjoying the summer so far or what? Good, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't get the chance to tell you. I told the judge all about it, but I uh, got out of the oil change business. Whoa. Really? I thought that was a passion yeah. of yours. You know, like they say, you know, love turns gray and uh, <laughs> sometimes things change. And I felt I needed changing in my life. You know, the the ranching and the drinking just got, got a little too ah, much. You wow. Know? Did you, before we get moving, did you ever get around to doing that? I know you, you had this idea. We had talked about it off there a little bit. Um, it was like Clay Clay's After Hours, I believe. It was like an after 5 o'clock oil change thing where you worked 5 to midnight or like 5 to 2 in the morning. Did you ever get around to doing that? Oh. Yeah, well, see, we did do that a couple nights, and <laughs> quite frankly, I, I don't even remember what happened. You know, see, a couple people came over. My buddy Billy came over. All his cousins came over, his sister came over, the kids came over, and uh, we just got drinking, and uh, yeah. No oil changes happened that night, huh? Yeah, actually, there was no money in the drawer <laughs> the next the next morning, and uh, that that's got a little part to do with why I got out of the business, mm. but. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, I'm on to bigger and better things now. So I, I actually work for IRS. I you work for the IRS. Yeah. Clay works for the IRS. Yep. Uh, you were the last person I would in the history of not only the show but of my life. You are the last person I would ever expect to work for the IRS, the the tax people. Uh. 
you know, I'm not sure if they charge tax on the service. Uh, but, uh, yeah. The, I mean, the IRS is taking the tax. I mean, I guess they're char- they're charging you, I suppose. I guess you could say it that way, but the IRS would be, you know, you're you're getting in, you're st- you're you know, you're you're going after people's couches and stuff, stuff that has value when they can't afford to pay their taxes. So I guess I guess if you mean no, that, no, that's that's not what we do. Oh, okay, must no, be. I must. Not, no, we're not the internal revenue service oh okay no, i work i work for isaac randy and steve's painting <laughs> in south bank i is that a so you, you don't work for the but international it, revenue service you work for isaac randy no no god no and please don't tell them anything about this because they pay me off the books <laughs> At, you're safe you're safe you're safe here buddy so yeah, no. I, is that IRS, a IRS? It's abbreviated. Is that a, for Isaac, Randy, and Steve? Now is it? It's the Isaac, Randy, and Steve. I feel like I've seen their. I know they're based in South Bank, but I feel like I've seen some of their those lawn signs. You know, like those little picket ones that politicians usually have. I feel like I've seen them around North Bank area, West Side, but around the that this that's the same people you work for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They get quite a bit of attention. They get quite a few calls from those signs. You know, they grab people's attention. Everyone wants to make a change. So pretty right. smart marketing. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. How, how has that been? How did you even get involved with that? Oh, uh, just friend Greg. Greg, I've known him for years. He, uh, he linked me up with these guys. I said, you know, Bob is really mad about the after hours thing we did and I'm quite sick of doing these oil changes anyway. You know, so I just I gave it a shot and you know, I I, I paint and I, I guess I'm pretty darn good at it, Zach. Wow. But what I'm real good at is caulking. You're you do the caulking. Oh yeah. Wow. I'm dragging my caulk all over the house soon as we get there wow i've never been one to drag my cock around i usually keep it pretty secure in my pocket but that's just me at least they're begging me to get it out get so, it all sometimes over. you just gotta take that cock out and spread it around yeah how'd you get in, how'd you get into caulking you always been have well, you always been good at caulking like i mean i've seen you with your caulk in your hand before, but I've never seen you, you know, really experiment with your caulk before. You know, I didn't, I didn't really know I was that good until, until I started painting with these boys and Steve, really, he, he grabbed my caulk and he showed me how to, show me how to work it. And ever since then, you know, they said, you're the guy, you're the guy with the caulk. They just they looked so, at you and you're like they're like, "You know what? This guy knows he his way." My cock he he knows hard <laughs> and looked me in the eyes and said, "Listen, Clay. You don't use your cock right, you're going to get fired." I said, Sir. "Okay, Steve, you can calm down now." And uh 
he showed me how to do it, and that, that was that, you know? And now, you know your I way mean, around the got, clock better than anyone, I, I, I would bet. We don't, it's small talk about my clock, you know? We don't, we don't need to talk about that no more. It's yeah. just what I do right. for a living All now, right. and right. I, I happen to enjoy it quite a bit more than, uh, than changing oil. Yeah. So. Hey, you know I was I was real excited about it a couple weeks ago though. Really? Why why specifically a couple weeks ago? I guess it's, it's just, you know, when you you figure out you're good at something, you just you get excited. There's nothing like those first couple accomplishments, you know. Yeah. I hear you. I hear I I'm still looking to I'm still looking to catch that feeling on the show, honestly. But not not yet. Unless I'm unless I'm talking to you, then I feel like I'm really doing it big here. You're doing it bigger than any of my buds, yeah. I tell you. What else, what else is new with you these days? You ever did you ever get um what is your what's it your cousin, your brother in law? He took your riding lawnmower? You ever get that back? Buck? Oh Buck, yes. Oh, I ain't heard that name in a long time, no. I saw his name in the uh, in the North Bank Tribune the other day, when I was I was stopping through town to grab a coffee. There's the the greatest coffee shop in North Bank. You ever? I don't know if you drink coffee much. It's called Mean Jeans Bean Juice. You ever been there? No. Yeah, they. I got a. It was some sort of pour over coffee, but I I stopped in there. I was reading the Tribune, and I saw Buck was in the um, the sports section for his like beer softball league. I guess he got injured during it. I don't know if you heard anything about that. No, I didn't know. I mean, I don't wish that on him. I just want my mower back. But you ever get a? Have you gotten a new mower or anything? Or what do you yeah. been? Yeah, yeah. This, this dude Brian, I know he uh, he had this old Briggs and Stratton laying around. I had to. <laughs> You know, siphon the old gas out of her, get some new gas in there, mm-hmm. tweak it a little bit, got her running, you know. Yeah. Briggs and Stratton. Always decent. running. Yeah, it's a good mower. What do you have you have any you got any uh big summer plans, Clay? Uh going to the water park well, at all or Oh the water park. God that. Uh, I know that'll bring back some memories for you. I don't know. You. Maybe that's a good idea. I should, I should try to try to get myself down at them to water park. It's probably been a while since you've been, huh? Ladies, yeah. Since that, since yeah. your trip with Mary Lou or whatever her name was back uh, many moons ago. Mary Joe, I think. Mary Joe, Mary Joe, yeah. Yeah. You can spot her from couple hundred yards away that's two football Easy. fields right there you don't even have to see her face you know it's her <laughs> built like a tank yeah yeah i'm surprised she don't float <laughs> yeah yeah she's a nice girl though yeah absolutely. Nice. yeah i mean i never met her personally but she sounds nothing but uh pleasant i would say yeah yeah, no, not not too much going on with me, you know. I've just been working, and uh, that's that's about it. Did Back. you did you catch the lineup for the uh, 
you know how in they do it like right on the North Bank South Bank line. They do that concert series every year. It's like six nights down in the harbor. You catch you catch the lineup at all for that? Oh yeah, the concert series. I I think I seen uh, Scott Stapp from Creed was going to be up there. Yeah, doing an acoustic set. That should be fun. Yeah. I yeah, s- I, s- I, I might go. He he had a couple good songs, right? Yeah, yeah, a couple, a couple good ones. I'm sure he'll play the play the hits. Yeah, can you can you re- refresh my memory? What 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 songs he did? What songs? Yeah. Uh, well, he, I mean, by himself, he didn't do. You know. Um, yeah, other songs, but with with the band Creed, I mean, he did, you know, with 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 arms wide open, he did higher, you know, those those songs on Human Clay are beautiful. Are you ready? Just really good tunes. Oh yeah, can you take me higher? That's a good one. Is, I always <laughs> thought the band's name was Greed, though. <laughs> No, no, it's a C, not a G. Definitely Creed. Yeah, I thought it was Greed, so I never listened to him really because I was like, you know, I. It's not what life's about, Zach. No. It's not all about the money. No. It's not about the money at all. No. You need a little bit of money to buy some honey, but. <laughs> that's about that's it. That's all you need it for. Just, just enough to buy honey. I saw. Yeah. I, I saw David Lee Roth is playing too. He's doing like a karaoke thing. You, you, what do you, what do you think? You okay? You're a karaoke guy at all, Clay? You don't take me as one, but maybe you are. I have been, you know. If you get me in the mood, I, I'm up and down, you know. So, what's your, what's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, uh. Uh, you know, you strike me as a Shania hmm. Twain guy, but I could be wrong. You know, that's a that's a tough question. I guess it depends on the night and the bar too. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I like CCR. Uh Proud Mary. Yeah. Fortunate son. Hmm. Yeah. But what's what's going on with you, Zach? Oh, you're hearing it. You're listening to it. No, we were just been doing the show. We, uh, I mean, you heard Courtroom Radio. that They stepped in for us a couple weeks ago to fill in, talk about uh, Eddie Nickel. Um, have you, do you listen to that one show on The Egg? They've been doing it here and there i think they just get picked up by the egg it's called night moves it's like a couple of dads in the garage i don't know kind of sounds like it might be up your alley i don't know if you know those guys or not um yeah you know i think uh i was listening to the show the one night and then all of a sudden i thought i was listening to the show and it didn't sound like you and uh they just kept talking about bob seagar yeah (laughs) yeah bob seagar is pretty good yeah, he ain't bad, but they were talking about that and just normal stuff. You know, my dad would talk about. I, I don't know. 
You yeah, all right, that was, Clay? That was that was weird. I, I, I sent something in your voice, Clay. Is something bringing you down? Yeah. A little bit. What is it? Well, my Jimmy died. Your, and, your truck uh, died? Yeah. No. What happened? I thought you. I thought that thing was running smooth. No. Shot. Head shot. Gaskets. Skip timing. Valve hit the piston. Is <laughs> is shot. Wow. And uh, it's rusty. It's falling apart. He's gone. He's long gone. Wow. And uh, I was just. I've seen this old picture of me and him when I had just bought him in 99 and it just goes so fast that. Yep. And I'm sorry to bring you down with me, but, uh, yeah. I mean, you got, you got 19 years out of that thing. Yep. Sure did. Be grateful for that. Not a lot of people get that much time out of a car. Yeah. Well, if they bought a GMC Jimmy, they would. <laughs> yeah, that or a Ford Taurus. A couple of tanks. I think the Ford would run half as long, at least, but well, I, ain't, well, I ain't vouching for any more than that. You what know, do you, you're are better, you, off with, better off with General Motors. Yeah. You, are you just going to scrap it, or what's the plan? Oh, yeah, it's gone. Oh, you already got it's, rid of it. Yeah, the money's spent, too. Wow. Quick. Quick turnover, huh? Yeah. I actually bought that mower with with the money. So you just, you're just driving that thing around town like Bobby Boucher from The Waterboy now? I got a bike. Oh, okay. Oh, I really need it. Randy and Steve picked me up. I wish Isaac would, but... Usually, Randy and Steve pick me up because I'm new, and they watch me like hawks. And I tell them, you know, you don't got to do that, guys. I got it. Yeah. Why is that such a why is why is that such a thing in the in the construction or home? I mean, painting. I'll 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 lump painting in a construction. I guess I always see people carpooling. What is with that? You know, I've my. My stepdad would always, he's a roofer, he would always get picked up and they would carpool to every, everywhere. What is, what is, what's with the carpooling going on in construction? Well, they're all going to the same place to get a job done. And uh, usually the boss pays them off the books, doesn't really pay them much. And they can't really, you know, it's, it's a lot to them for that. Ten dollars in gas, you know, and insurance and all that, you know. So they uh, they save money and they they make sure that they all get there on time, you know. All right, that's fair. I mean, the one time I I slept through my alarm and Randy and Steve were in my room dragging me out. Wow. You know, thank God for the carpool thing. Yeah, you would have been fired, potentially. Yeah. Yeah how it goes Zach that's how it goes you got an early morning tomorrow yep wow. do 
Well, Clay, I won't I won't keep yeah. you all night, buddy, or anything like that. But um, it was nice. It was certainly nice to hear from you. And I ho- I hope you know I hope this is I hope times pick up for you. I can hear you're down since the the death of your Jimmy and you know. And I, but you know, you, you, if you've got your cock in your hand, the world is your oyster, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna work the cock till till it gets me somewhere, you know. Yeah. Well, Clay, I got somebody yeah. else on the line here. I'm gonna switch over, okay? All right. All right, buddy. Have, I'll talk. Have a good night, buddy. You too. All right, Hot Dirt Show, you're on the air. Hot Dirt Show, you're on the air. Hi, big fan of the show, uh, first-time caller. Um, I was hoping to get some advice, even though I know that isn't the theme of tonight's show. Is oh, that possible? We're always giving advice. Always giving advice. Bring it. What do you need advice with? Yeah, um, I have an elderly neighbor. His name is Pat. And um, so I first met him when I had to call an ambulance for him because he collapsed. And ever since then, he's been sort of knocking on my door and really just asking for my assistance for a lot of everyday tasks. And he also told me straight up that he has um, body issues. And he's offered me money to help out with that. And um, I'm not qualified at all to help with that at all, but I also don't want to reject this old man in his time of need. Um, so I was wondering oh how to approach the situation. Okay. So lay out the issue for me one more time here. So he has body issues. You're, he's your neighbor. Yeah. And so yeah, what, I assume it's like bowel issues. Oh, he is, he's oh okay. Me, okay. So yeah, I thought you yeah, were talking so about I he had body yeah. image issues. Like he was being <laughs> body shamed. <laughs> I think it's just stuff that people would um, would need assisted living for. That's fair. So yeah. now you want to help this guy deal with his body issues. Yeah. But don't know how. Okay. So yeah. here's what I would do. Oh, boy. This is a tough one. Um. It's a hard issue. I know it's difficult. I've been I've been trying to think about it for a while. I think you go on Craigslist. Okay. No, <laughs> that doesn't seem like a you, good solution. Right you you get a photo of this guy. You you and the okay. guy. You and the guy. You can just say you're his daughter Why or his granddaughter. Why do I need to be involved? Well, because you need to add sympathy I'm, to the situation here. Because he's not going to post oh, his own Craigslist ad. So, That's true. He doesn't know what Craigslist is. Yeah, and he probably he doesn't know how to know use a computer. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely yeah. doesn't know who Craig is or his list. I, I, I saw into his apartment for a little bit. Uh-huh. He had like 17 cans of planters peanuts. That's a lot of peanuts. It's <laughs> probably why he's having body issues, thing. actually. He's eating too many damn peanuts. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Clogged up. Sodium in those. Um, so what you do is you get a photo of you two. I mean, you can keep your distance or you can get right up with them, give them a hug. I don't know. Whatever, whatever yeah, you think is going to work. Some and then yeah. you go, you go on Craigslist and you say, Hey, my grandpa really needs help. I'm about to leave town for a while. Would love to take care of him, but I can't. Um, 
any up and coming what is the term a cna maybe whatever it is that yeah comes to people's homes and helps yeah. other people say you're willing to give um college credit or okay. internship credits oh, and i'm not qualified to give no that. you just say that though you don't actually give anything i don't want to lie to the good people of craigslist you have to lie and especially lie if you're on <laughs> craigslist that's all there is to it so okay. if you're gonna help this man okay. there's gotta be some lying involved i would say you just have to all come right. to terms yeah, with that the greater good right that yeah. matters okay yeah and you know you'll get some bites and some people will be over there helping him with his issues and then you can move on okay. with your life okay um, there's also another layer to this that I didn't tell you that complicates things further. Yes. So the first time I helped out this guy, um, the morning after I was on my way to work and I woke up late, so I was ordering an Uber and this guy was outside and this was when he, um, solicited me. He was like, do you want to help me out in my apartment? I'll pay you. I just need some help with my body issues. And I, I was weirded out. I was like, hey, maybe I, maybe I can contact some of my friends. Um, and he was like, well, let me know. I can pay you. And then my Uber came, and I told my Uber about it because it had just happened. And she was like, you were sent by God to help oh, this man. wow. Yeah, she was like, this man needs your help. You seem like such a nice soul. You need to help him. And she's also like an assisted living employee. She was telling me about this couple that she works with, um, and she gets paid like $25 an hour. And so she was like, secure that bag, but also do good work for this man. Wow. And so, and well, so you just you're, you just answered your own question here. You are the one to help the he man. Seem like he, he's eating planters peanuts. He doesn't seem like he's very well off. I know, but that's um, why he needs you. You're the angel. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. settled. But also, I work full time. I don't have a lot of time. Well, this is your new um, full time job. I'm sorry. You better put your two I weeks in tomorrow. I my current job. And you though. better start working for I... minimal pay for this old guy. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Okay. I think that's um, all there is to it. It, it, There's another layer that's oh further my God. What type of cake are we eating right here? How many layers are there? <laughs> okay, so the um, so this guy has been coming to my door like every day since the first incident to um, ask me for help for various things. And he has been flirting with me, this very old man who mm. can barely walk. Um, and so I feel as if I accepted his offer for a job that he would continue flirting with me and it's yes. not something that I'm comfortable with. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. I also would not be comfortable. However, now, uh, this guy, you know, he's old. Is he on mm -hmm. his way out? I don't know. I don't know him personally. But let's just say he is on yeah. his way out. Maybe just flirt with the guy a little bit. You want... <laughs> Give him, give him, give him a good, you know, I don't want to say a going away present because I don't want to make it seem like that's a present or that he's going away anytime soon because I don't know that. But 
No, he probably is. He's in rough shape, if, yeah. I, if I can be honest. Yeah. And, yeah, I think this one's on you. This is on you. Yeah. I think you need to do a real good deed, and you need to flirt with this guy, this old man. Yeah, and then I very can hard. His will, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, now you're getting yes. it. You're getting it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think all my problems are solved. That's what I like to hear. We always solve problems on yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan of the show. You keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. All right. All right. You're so talented. No, thank right, you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow. Helping people out. That's what I like. We used, to, we used to do shows based solely around giving advice. And it's been a while since I've had to really rip out some, uh, some stuff here. It's been a while. Which makes me think that maybe it's time that we do an advice show again soon. Oh my god, the phones are lit up. Alrighty here. H-O-T-D-I-R-T-S-H-O-W, Hot Dirt Show, you're on the air. Hi there, Jack. Oh my god, home of the hits. First we get Clay, now we get Hurricane Tane on the phone. What's going on? Oh, nothing, Zach. I've just been on the road for a long time, and I just figured I'd call in and see how you were doing. I am doing well. Now, Tane, earlier in the show, we were supposed to have you on tonight. I explained to the people why you didn't make it, your flight. Tane was supposed to come into town this week, but his flight was canceled, so now you're driving. I don't know where you're driving to, but just uh, sorry you couldn't make it. I was driving. Okay, listen, here's the thing. I was supposed to come in for a flight. I got a new job. I got a new thing lined up. So I so I had a, a flight coming in from right on down the Mason-Dixon from Atlanta, Georgia, coming up here on my way to Maine. But <clears throat> flight got canceled. Turns out they had to do some preliminary maintenance on the aircraft. I don't know what was involved with it, but all I know is that I got to drive. So I borrowed my brother's Ford Expedition, and that's what I've been doing for now. So pulled over on the side of the road. There's a nice little motel here. Right now, I'm on. I'm in Reading, PA right now. I'm almost close to home, but, you know, not close enough, Zach. Yeah, I hear you, man. Home is where the heart is. That's what they say. That's all that matters. I'm calling in, talking to you guys, going to have a smoke. Sitting on the sitting on the little front porch in his motel, and well, and I figure I'll give you a call. So this is where home is right now. <laughs> hey, you know that's that's okay. You just gotta sometimes you just gotta place your head down in new areas. That's all there is to it. Hell yeah. So what's going on? What's new with you, buddy? It's been a, it's been a while since we spoke. Well, you know, I had had a couple of wild things happen. I'll be honest with you. All you right. Know, me and me and Mrs. Mrs. Robertson, Janet. We're excellent, so that's all good. That's still fine and dandy, so there's that. Um, I uh, still got the whale farms going. You know how that goes. But I got a new endeavor here, Zach. All right. I got a new one, and I know you sometimes think I'm wild getting all, you know, switching up on you and stuff like that. But let me tell you, I got got a good one right here. okay? Okay, okay. I'm going to come up with a company. It's going to be called Triple T. Okay. You know what I'm, 
It's triple T. Yeah. The letter T, okay? I'm thinking kind of like a, uh, maybe a, I don't know, more of a gothic-style font for the company name. I'm not sure yet. But Triple T It's going to be not hyphen than the T, okay? Okay. Stands for... Bring it. Tane's Tortellini Testing. Oh, brother. Tane's Tortellini Testing. Yep. I think it's a problem that we have in this great country of ours that people don't know the quality and what is going into their tortellini. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. And you know what? I've, I've had the thought before in my own mind. What's in this? So here, here I am thinking I could do my part to help the world. You know, Hurricane Kane done so much. Help the whales. I help you. I get good oriental rug deal listen here, you know. Yep. Well, might as well cover all bases and all facets of life. You might as well get into the food industry, right? And what better way to break in than making sure the tortellini is safe for you and your kids? Exactly. So let me ask you this: Are you do you do you picture this as a middleman? with the tortellini makers or are you middleman with the tortellini eaters i'm here okay you can call me a middleman and i want to stay diplomatic okay but i'm on the side of the people zach you always knew this okay of course all right i don't want to hear a horror story that someone goes out he finally gets the courage to ask a girl out in high school, okay? He has, has his mom drive him to a Olive Garden, okay? Or go to a, Car- a Carabas or, or, you know, Wilbur Burns' House of Fixins. Yeah. And order tortellini. And a tortellini's bad. You don't, I don't want to hear that. Nope. Last Damn. thing I want to hear is, this, is a young boy enjoying himself, you know, venturing into the world and turning into a man. And he's, you know, his nuts ruined by some bad tortellini. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing I want on my watch. So I'm doing, you know, like I've always said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And that's what Mahatma Gandhi said. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, and trust me, I, I'm with you on this one. I love tortellini. I don't know how I, to check I, it. I doesn't love it. Who doesn't love a good tortellini? Exactly. <laughs> but I've seen it's a, it's I've seen relationships food. ruined over poor tortellini. Ruined. I I know and I understand it. You know, I saw I saw a young couple, okay, and this this really Zach, I'm gonna be honest with you, this broke my heart. Broke my heart and my soul yep. all the way deep down, okay? Yep. Someone came in and they wanted tortellini. They wanted a four cheese tortellini, okay, and Wegmans didn't have it. Okay. That was what the wife wanted. The husband wanted the meat and cheese tortellini. Okay. Well, guess what? There was meat and cheese only, and there was olive oil, basil, and romano only. Oh, there were only two tortellinis. Okay, so. They compromised, and they got they got the mean cheese tortellini. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Zach. 
I recognize that dude's face to this day. It was only about two weeks ago. <laughs> but two days ago, I look into the paper, and what do I see? Ah, oh, don't say it. I see this man's obituary. Oh. And you know what? The only thing I can think is that where did the tortellini go wrong? It had to be the tortellini. Had to be. There's no other There's no other way about it, Zach. You don't just eat tortellini two weeks ago and then die another two weeks after that, and it's not the tortellini. It only goes it goes back to the tortellini. It always has. It always will. That's what my grandpap said. He goes, if it ain't the tortellini, it ain't nothing. Yeah. And here's the thing, it shouldn't, it always has, it always will, but it shouldn't be it always will. It always has, but it never will again, is what it should be. And you know what, Zach, that's where, that's where you and I are seeing completely clear eyed line right here, is that that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make that, I'm trying to break those bounds. I don't want people going around being worried about how their tortellini is going to be. You, just, you can't have it anymore. You just can't. When it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's real bad. Oh, yeah. You know that. It'll mess your day right up. It'll mess your life up, potentially. You could end up like this guy, dead. Right. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't an accident. That's, that's the worst part know, of it. It's unfortunate. That's the worst part so of it. So that's the thing. So here, so, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I want to start triple T's testing. Okay. Well, I got the LLC name, so we're going to start the business soon, but... The only issue I got is that I need more employees. Mm. But the issue also is that I don't have a way to check and test whose taste buds are comparable to mine because, oh. you know, I'm going to be yeah. right. See, I'm setting the standard for tortellini flavor. Right. 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 And if I got, if I got other people doing the same thing but at the same time not doing the same thing because their taste buds are all you know reversed and such uh-huh. I'm not I can't use that I can't no. use that as scientific basis no. there's no way in hell there's no way in hell Zach I'm going to tell a nice little family you know anywhere in this in this blessed country that their tortellini is okay if it ain't I'm not doing it no you shouldn't do it. you shouldn't do it either I'm, I'm done with it I'm done with it so what do you? So where do you go from here then? If you can't, I mean, what do you do? Just t- try everything by yourself? I mean, why don't? I mean, what do you do if you can't? You can't trust Zach, all. You can't trust every. You know what do you do? Right, that's what I gotta do, Zach. I'm gonna have to taste all the tortellini on earth if it's what I gotta do. <laughs> and you know what? That's a big undertaking, but nobody can do that but you. If there's anybody that could do it, it's you, and I think you can do it. I appreciate the kind words, Zach. You know, I, this is going to be a big. This is going to be a big step for me. It's going to be a big step for the food industry. And honestly, not trying to gravel and, and sit here and 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 you know serenade my own you know ego, but yeah, I think it's going to change. I think it's going to be a big thing for mankind too. I think so too. You know, you, you know, you, you've done you, you've done and continue to do the whale farming, the oriel the Oriental rugs. You, I don't remember what you were doing, but yeah, I remember you were shooting some sort of television pilot a while ago. 
You did that. Oh, I, heck, I've been doing a lot of acting on the side. Oh. I always, I always like, you know, so yeah, we got a bunch of stuff going on. But, you know, I just, when your priorities align, you, you're doing stuff, you go about your day in your life, you know, and you think about stuff, and you take a lot of stuff for granted. Yeah. You know, you, you think here, you're sitting here, like, wow, this is a great country we live in. We, we can eat anything we want, but, you know, this tortellini is unchecked. And that kind of scared me the other night, so I figured, you know, I'm thinking about priorities in order. Whales are important, that's that, but, you know, the last thing I want is an American family having a bad tortellini night. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is I want to hear a crying kid say, T, why don't you stop it? It's going to be a different triple T. It's going to be a terrorizing tortellini Tuesday if I don't step in. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And I don't want that. I don't want it, Zach. I've seen the other side. It's it's a it's a black hell. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna try to steer clear of it. And guess who, and guess what? The hurricane tains are out in the boat. I think this is. <laughs> I think this is going to be your life's work, Tane. Really, I, I really it. think it is. My mom, my mama told me she goes, she goes, Ricky. She was looking at me, and I said, "Yes, mama." And she goes, "You're gonna eat the rest of that tortellini before you get any dessert." And guess what? I had tortellini, and I got to have cheesecake that night. And since that night, I've always had respect for tortellini. Yeah. It sticks with you. That time when you just have it and you have the good stuff, you don't forget it. No. That's the most important part. It really is. Not forgetting the good tortellini is the most important part of this whole equation. You know, you just take the little bits in life. You never... You just... You hold on to them. Yeah. And that's all you got to do, Zach. That's all I want you to do. Never forget. You never forget. Well, Tane, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, for you. I'm excited for not only you. I'm excited for all the people that will soon not have to deal with subpar tortellini. I've been there. No, I don't want it. Not a worry in the world. Not a worry in the world. You go to any grocery store in America, and you're going to get that triple T stamp of approval. Yeah, and that's all you need to look for. Yeah, you're damn right. Well, man, at what, whatever I can do to help you, you let me know. You let me I know. I will, Zach. You know, I'll always keep in touch. So I'll let you know if I need help. And, you know, maybe we can do a palate test, and I can see how close your tortellini testers are in your mouth. I think that's a great idea. I think we can. I would appreciate that'd that be, greatly. That'd be beautiful. That'd be real. What, here's here's an idea. Here's an idea. I got an idea. We will get you, right. next time you're in town, we'll get you on the show. You and me will do a tortellini okay. taste, little tasting in studio, and we'll just eat our hearts out. That, that sounds like a tantalizing good time. Oh, I like it, Tane. You're always quick. All right, Zach. Well, you know what? I'm going to be in town soon. I'll be sure to stop by for sure, and we're going to have ourselves some, some leanies. Oh, yeah. It'll be, uh, it'll be a wacky leany night. Oh, I can't wait. All right, Tane. Well, I'll let you go, buddy. I know you got to, you know, probably hit the hay soon, so. Hit the hay, and then tomorrow morning, fire, fire up the expedition and head north. That's what I like to hear. 
Alrighty. All right, Tane. See well, you soon. talking to you, Zach. You too, buddy. Best of luck, and I will absolutely be talking to you soon. Sounds good. All right. Take care, Tane. Bye. Bye-bye. Hurricane Tane. Yes. Now, that was not the uh, what he was going to be coming to the studio for. I didn't know this. I didn't know he had that up his sleeve at all. I didn't know that he had that up his sleeve. But... You know what I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do. You know I'm not gonna announce on the show that we're gonna do this taste off. You know I'm not gonna announce anything anymore on the show. Cause you know when I announce things, they never seem to happen for whatever reason. Maybe it's just putting out the wrong vibes or something like that. Stepping on my own toes. I can't do that anymore. You know, this is episode 48, I believe, of the Hot Dirt Show, which is not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. But in my eyes, it's all that means is soon we're coming up on 50, which will be a big show. And that will mean there will be 50 hours of the Hot Dirt Show. That's a good accomplishment, if you ask me. And whether we get to 51, or we get to 100, or we get to a million. It's okay. So we're here, we're doing it. Tell me I'm doing it with the help of others. You know, that's all we can do. Just keep on moving forward, people. It's all we can do. It's all we can do. next week.